Hello and welcome to Relationship Rescue. Every relationship begins with you, the podcast. I am so happy you are here today, this evening, this morning, this afternoon, whatever time it is for you. Um, This is going to be a really amazing, eye-opening, life-changing series for you. And it's going to be all about NPD and BPD, Narcissistic Personality Disorder and Borderline Personality Disorder. They're two drastically, well, no, that's not true, not drastically. They're two different disorders. And most people claim somebody that has BPD is a narcissist, actually has narcissistic personality disorder, when in fact they don't. They are a BPD. Um, and, you know, the label borderline personality disorder, it's, it sounds so, like, severe, like the person's crazy, you know, and, and, and that's not true. Borderline personality disorder just means that, well, not just, but basically the person has no ability to self-regulate emotionally. And, you know, one of the things that I, I, I talk about a lot and I, I, I tell my clients we need to do is we need to go from, you know, un- living unconsciously to living consciously. You know, basically we need to go from subconscious reactions to conscious responses responding consciously not reacting subconsciously people with bpd react subconsciously all the time that's all they do really and most especially somebody that they're really close with the romantic relationship is the hardest for them so today what, you know, and I don't know if this is going to be a three, four or five part series. I mean, I probably could do it for a year <laughs> because holy shit, it is a lot to unpack. But I want to, one of the things that happens is, you know, people come to me and Heather, this, you know, my partner, my spouse, this is, you know, blah, blah, blah. They're narcissistic. And then I look deeper and I'm like, no, it's more of a BPD, but So one of the things that I teach my clients is about the drama triangle and the fear dance. And then I also teach about how self-limiting beliefs are controlling if we're in a drama triangle, then how it controls the fear dance, but also how the self-limiting beliefs controls your reactions and your relationships in every area of your life every single day, right? So the drama triangle is the most toxic, toxic, toxic of relationship um, paradigms and then the fear dance is something that you know you might catch yourself doing it for the rest of our life when you've you've had any sort of childhood trauma you will get caught up in the fear dance you know until as as you heal and you work on yourself it will become less and less um, and then the self-limiting beliefs that control both of those um, those reactions and, and you know the dances that you're dancing also then um, control decisions that you make in life based on with your friends and your coworkers and everything else. So, but BPD is something even it's at a even higher level. And to be with somebody that has BPD, you must take care of yourself. So 
you know, um, one of the things that you'll notice. So let's just, so right now I want you to get comfortable. Get in a spot. Well, wherever you're sitting, right? And I want you to start really, take, take a deep breath in. Release. Let's do it again because this is going to get really, this is, this is, I'm about to teach you a lot here. Another deep breath in. Exhale. Okay. One, relax. Okay, just relax. Because if you are in a relationship with a BPD, you're probably not relaxed a lot. You're probably pretty much um, feel like you're on high alert all the time and you never know what's coming at you. So, Somebody that has BPD, they're going to blame you, criticize you constantly. Um, there will be times that what they're saying makes zero sense. It's not logical. It gets way off topic. And if they're texting, the words actually aren't matching up with what the conversation was. Um, they focus on... Um, the, the rages are intense. They're violent at times. They go way out of proportion to what instigated them. Think like swearing, throwing things, but swearing like obsessively and, and constantly. Hey, I swear you guys have heard me do it. But this is a whole other thing. This is where your person turns into somebody else. Basically, you don't recognize your partner or spouse anymore. They become somebody different. They need to be in control all the time. They have meltdowns when things don't go their way, when it's not as planned. They'll have severe abandonment issues, for sure. Um, you know, and all of this leaves you feeling what? Well, let's see. Exhausted, confused, overwhelmed, depressed. Hopeless is a big one for people. Frustrated, completely misunderstood. But here's the thing about you feeling misunderstood. They don't really care because when you're going through something and even afterwards there's very little empathy for you that's where the 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 bpd and the mpd get mixed up both have very little empathy it's weird the bpd cannot apologize very rarely will you get an apology apology if ever instead they just keep making unreasonable demands and they keep insisting on, you know, um, on you meeting these demands. And one day you will have to come to that conclusion where I can't do this anymore else your life will be ruined. They will ruin your life if you allow it. They are thieves of joy, right? They steal your joy. Um, Everything's focused on what they need, what they want. Don't even try to say what you need or want. Don't even try to tell your side of anything because it's going to get squashed. Okay, it's not happening. You know, you're basically dealing with a toddler. Their emotional maturity level is that of a toddler. You know, um... It's just mountains and mountains of interrogations, of and criticisms, of pain, right? And everything is turned into a big, big deal. And a lot of the times, you know, people won't recognize this until for whatever reason something happens and they're around the BPD and the BPD lets the guard down, which is also, guess what, a lot like 
the narcissist, right? See, because they can be very overbearing, obnoxious, they're manipulative, very opinionated, you know? Um, and when you, when you can't fall in line with the unreasonable anymore, and you realize this is not a sustainable way to live, it's the only way when that's the only time that's that is when you will make that decision that it is harder to stay the same than endure the pain of losing the person that has never caused you more pain and isn't that interesting that we stay with people that are doing nothing but causing us pain and that means if we're doing that you really need to take a look within a BPD has no chance of, just like I talk about all the time, of changing until it's harder for them to stay the same. And that is the bottom line. As long as you take their abuse, as long as you continue to go along with this insanity, they will not change. And they need a lot of help. Right? So, you know, what you'll notice is all of a sudden your sense of self is just torn down. Your struggles or invulnerabilities um, start becoming used against you. They use things against you, um, you know, and at one point you think, well, God, you know what? When it was good, it was really good for how long? See, most people tell me, Heather, I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything just like the narcissist. Yeah, you did. But it's so hard when you love somebody and you fall in love with an illusion. Right? And um, so there's some things that, you know, you've got to understand that if, if there's physical abuse, You've, you need to seek help immediately. Anytime physical abuse is happening, you need to seek help. Anytime that you are becoming so emotionally destroyed that you're getting depressed, massive anxiety, you need to seek help. You know, a lot of um, times the, the person with BPD will say, you know, go ahead, just leave. Go ahead, do this. I'm leaving you. Just serve me. Just do this. Just do that. I don't care anymore. You, in a really, like, almost a voice that you don't recognize. But they do care. But what do they know? They know that you have stayed for so long and taken their shit. That most likely you're not going to. So they're just threatening. They're just making, they're putting it on you, threatening you, basically. Go ahead. Go ahead. See what's going to happen. See what's going to happen. You know, a lot of BPDs will, um, they will show empathy and compassion, obviously, because otherwise you wouldn't have fallen in love at some point. But they have a really hard time letting go of what they believe is their truth. They have a very hard time empathizing. Their empathizing is very much, okay, yeah, I can see that, but like the apology with the but there's always a but right and when you are starting to go into a deep depression you gotta you gotta you gotta think about what is is this worth it and if you have children oh boy okay so you know a personality disorder is just it's a type of um it's a mental disorder that where someone has a rigid and unhealthy pattern of what thinking Thinking, thinking, followed by behaving. Thinking, 
behaving, thinking, behaving. There is no pause, as I tell my clients, pause for the cause. Pausing for the cause for them is nearly impossible. They think, they behave, they think, they react. But really what's missing in that is what? They think, they feel, they react, they feel, they think, they react. They Most of them don't know what they're thinking until later and their thoughts are just as messed up as when the, when they were thinking and reacting and feeling, right? Remember, feeling, body is the emotion you feel. Anger, frustration, sadness, rage. That's the feeling, okay? And the mind is the, th- is the thoughts. So when the mind and the body are not connected or the mind and the body are connected in negative thoughts and negative emotions, which is what a BPD has, you are in big trouble. So that means what? That is a mental disorder. You're mentally disordered through your thoughts. And now also you're physically disordered through your feelings based on those thoughts. And so you have a mental disorder. And it doesn't just go away. Okay. So, you know, I we, we all get triggered, right? We all react. But what's the difference between the BPD or the MPD and the person that has childhood trauma and is reactionary, but not at that level. Well, what what is really the difference? The person with BPD is basically continuously disruptive, toxic, toxic, out of line, unhealthy. Everybody's affected around them, right? Um, And sometimes it's only the partner or the spouse that are affected. They're the ones, but usually you will see it with other people too, right? So, um, and they might recognize that something's wrong. And you will also see that, guess what? Their behavior in, at home, in a relationship, in what they show to the outside world, obviously, guess what? Totally different. Totally different. And... And, and as it continues, their per, their disorder starts to create disordered thinking within you. Not that you're all of a sudden going to become a BBD. It's not contagious. But it does make you question reality. It makes you question yourself. It makes you more reactionary. It makes you more fearful. It actually starts to contribute to your decline mentally and healthily, right? So, um, see, borderline personality disorder, you're going to show a lot of mood swings. Um, and again, the you're very highly triggered. A person with BPD is very highly triggered by real or imagined, what, abandonment, okay? And you'll notice they either seem to love people or they hate them. And then, and they will actually really love them really, really love them. Oh my God, this person is the greatest. Ah! And then turn on him. I hate them. I know exactly BPDs and what I'm dealing with them. And they are really difficult because they do love me one minute and then they hate me the next. And they usually, of course, when do you think they start hating me? When I I never tell them they have BPD. I would never say that. I would never diagnose them like that, but I know it. But when I have to really start becoming a truth teller. I always tell the truth, by the way, but when it gets to a point that the truth is not working, when as I'm saying it assertively, I then become extremely assertive and say, that's it. We're basically cutting out the bullshit and we're getting straight to the point. 
and I, I'm, I'm just, I'm ready for their, for their attack because, and believe me, every single time they go from loving me to hating me. And you know what's interesting? I know the peep, the BPDs that are ready to heal because they come back around and the ones that continue to stay in hate, mm, they'll go abuse somebody else. It's unfortunate. So while, so the narcissistic personality disorder person, the MPD, you know, they believe they deserve that special, you know, treatment. They have entitlement, um, but they, they, they really, what they do is the gaslighting. Okay. Not that BPD people don't do that, but there's so much more rage. There's so much more to the point. They're not seeing things through the lens of reality whatsoever. Their perspectives are so warped. It's unbelievable. They're off it, and it, they blame, you know, um, I share this workbook with my clients um, it, and it talks about the 13 different cognitive distortions and a person with BPD has all 13 of those different cognitive distortions on repeat at any given time where most of my clients have three to four. A person with BPD has all 13. It's insane. I'm sorry. Let me take that. It's not insane. It's so sad. Now, a person person with narcissistic personality disorder, they will belittle, they will manipulate, they will insult um, while acting superior. They will, um, of course, their reactions are ridiculous and everything else, but they're not fearful of you abandoning them as much as they are fearful that you're not going to give them what they want. That's why they always have somebody in, in you know, um, in the background waiting. The BPD doesn't want you to leave. The narcissist doesn't necessarily want you to leave, but they're fine. They'll find somebody else. And again, they are the gaslighters. They manipulate, they belittle, they lie, they cheat, they do all of those things. The BPD is just highly, highly reactionary. And, and one thing is this, is that if a BPD can heal, you can have a loving relationship. They know something's off. The narcissist has such low, low, low self-esteem, they can't even admit that something's off, right? So while, while the BPD is much messier <laughs> and ugly when it's going on, if for some, if if somehow you can get them to the table with help, right? Okay, you got a chance. So, um, this is where where I, I say that it it one person can change the relationship because what has to happen if this relationship. If your marriage or relationship has any chance, you have to stop people pleasing. You have to stop shrinking. You have to stop raging back. You have to change your entire strategy. You have to change your entire, um, all your coping mechanisms, all your reactions. You have to become healthy. You have to become so assertive. You didn't even know it was possible. Your boundaries have to be so clear. You have to become an expert at Two things, being an assertive person and being able to implement and keep boundaries. And I mean an expert level. Otherwise, you have no chance. Those two 
pieces of personal development are the key. Along with you healing and you deciding, right? But those are the two pieces of personal development that will um, stop, will, that will make the BPD go, oh, whoa, because you've, you're changing the game. You're not going to take this shit anymore. The boundaries are going to be tough and they're going to be, the, the, the BPD cannot penetrate them. You have to honor yourself. Assertiveness is honoring yourself. And, you, and you're not honoring yourself when you continuously keep allowing the BPD to attack you. You are dishonoring yourself. It's just like a child. Come on. Given them inch, they take a mile. The, the BPD, you, you show one little bit of weakness, they exploit it and pound you to the ground. Pound you. And will stay within that rage for days sometimes and punish you. And they build up so much, so many stories in their head. So many stories. That honestly, reality gets shifted so drastically that you're like, wait a minute, are we in the same situation here? And, and, and as I've, we've talked about before, the problem that they're, they're, they're focusing on is never the real problem. It always has to do, just go back to their fear of abandonment, fear of being disrespected, not good enough, fear of basically not being chosen. That's a big one. That's a big one, not being chosen. And you become... Guess what? The perpetrator. You are the person that is hurting them in their mind. You're that parent. You're that step parent. You're that original abuser. And again, assertiveness, boundaries are the key. So I'm going to leave you with this. Because right now I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stop this first episode. Again, it could be three, four, or five. I don't know, but I want you. If you have not watched my um, workshop on how to stop people pleasing and to how to set boundaries and become assertive and honor yourself, click the link in the show notes. Okay, watch it. I think it's an hour and five minutes or something. It is going to teach you exactly how to be assertive and set boundaries the right way and how to decipher when you're dealing with somebody's inner child, their parent, or their adult. It, it is really probably the best hour and five minutes you will ever spend. I'm going to teach you in depth how these personal development tools work because these are the things you need in order to stop the insanity that is happening within the relationship. If you have any questions, let me know. Um, you know, I I know if you're in a relationship right now with somebody that has BPD, I'm sorry. I truly am. You got to look at your side of the street, not meaning you did not cause this, but why are you here? Why are you staying here? And I'm not saying you, you should leave for sure, I'm, but I'm saying what when 
there will need to be a line drawn in the sand because you, I promise you, you will end up, if nothing changes, wasting your life in nothing but sadness, anger, resentment, and rage. Until next time, much love to you.